Witch's Tale. Chilling tales told by old Nancy, the witch of Salem, and Satan, a wise black cat. They are waiting, waiting for you now. distribute a little sunshine and happiness over the radio. I will tell everyone to doubt their lights and we'll get happy. That's it. Make it nice and dark and cheerful. Sitting in the gloom's the way to hear our bedtime stories. Now, draw up to the fire and gaze into the embers. Gaze into them deep. And soon you'll see a fine, smooth highway running through the prairie state of Kansas, driving along it through a night of pelting rain. You'll see a little automobile that's as old and battered looking as the man and woman in it, young and fresh looking. Listen close and soon. drive much longer in this rain. It's getting all over the road. If these old tires are worn so smooth, they just don't grip. Oh, but gee, I hate to stop. I wanted to make at least another hundred miles tonight. I may find a job in Denver. The quicker we get there... We'll make an extra hundred tomorrow in Dana. Well, our headlights aren't any better than the tires, Ken. And if we had an accident, there'll be no job in Denver or anywhere else. All right, Jay. There's a filling station. We need some gas and I'll ask if there's a place near here where we can rent a room. Funny no one's come to meet us. Most people the tourist places rush to their doors when they hear a car drive up. Oh, we need a bell. That'll bring action. Where the Dickens is it? Oh, I found it. Ken, all the windows are covered with closed shutters. What? It's all glass with lights behind it. You were fooled about that sign being lighted too. I'm not subject to delusions, and neither are you. What on earth? I don't know. Mm. I don't think anyone lives here. Everything about the place has a deserted look. Well, this is the first house we came to on the right with tourist accommodated sign in front. That's what the garage men said. I know, but no one answered the bell. Oh, my. No, I'm not crazy about the look of this place. I'd stop almost anywhere rather than drive through the rain. So would I. Yes, you can hear a bell ring inside when you press that button. Why, I didn't notice. 
somebody there. There isn't any sound when I press. Tell us the other one. I'll knock. Gee, the door was open when I touched it. It's dark inside. Either no one lives here or they're all asleep. I am here. What? And I am not sleeping. I, I beg your pardon. I didn't mean to push open your door. I only started to knock. Yes, you're right. You are travelers who want a room? Yes. This is my wife. We want to stay here until morning. I accommodate tourists. Please come in. Uh, uh, thank you. Could, um, will you turn on the light first? I, I can't see anything beyond your door. I can only see a shadow of you. Light? Yes, light. There are some candles on the table here if you have a match. Haven't you electricity? We have no power for that. You mean the power failed because of the storm? Yes. The power failed. It must have done so just as we drove up. We were sure we saw lights behind your windows. Yes, and you must have closed your shutters just as we drove up. The shutters have been closed a long time. Oh? Not imagine if those candles going, Ken. Spooky talking in here in pitch darkness. <laughs> don't you think so, Miss Potter? But of course, you don't find it so in your own house. I have been here a long time in darkness. A long time in... Now I can't find a match. I have a packet. Um, here. Oh, thanks. Now we'll locate those candles. Oh, I see them. Now. Oh, that's better. Oh. Good Lord. You are disappointed in my house. You'll see it untidy and dusty. I'm sorry, but I cannot help it. This hall looks as though it hasn't been cleaned for years. I used to take such pride in my housekeeping. Everything was always thick and span. I'm so ashamed. I lacked the power. You've been ill, haven't you? Your face is so pale. I, I've been helpless. Oh, helpless. Please don't think my home was always this way. The place was filthy there. We can't stay here. It's at least shelter, Ken. And I'm afraid to drive on. Please don't go away. I have some nice, big, airy sleeping rooms, and you can have the best. <coughs> Look at them, Ken. Oh, all right. And you won't go away. We'll stay with you tonight. No, no, don't. Oh, I'm so glad. I'll call my son. He'll show you where to put your car. Your son? I thought that... Aren't you Miss Potter? I'm Mrs. Parker. Mrs. Parker? I was sure the garage man said that... So was I. But of course, he said a lot of things that don't tally the facts. I don't understand. No, it doesn't matter. If you'll call your son, he can help me get our bags. Since Mrs. Blake has decided to remain here. Just a moment. Um, what's your charge for a room? I used to get a dollar for a couple. A dollar? But that doesn't matter now. I'll find my son. Joe! Oh, Joe! Only a dollar. The way she said it, she'll take less. For a place so badly kept, I'll see that she does. She wouldn't stay here at any price if I delivered to me. I feel very sorry for that poor woman somehow. Sorry? For anyone who lives in a big den? And why should we stay here because you're sorry? I don't know. I, I just feel we ought to. I realize how silly I am. It's strange. The place doesn't merely look dusty and neglected. It's as though nobody lived here. My son is coming to help you, mister. 
So we'll be right here. He'll show you where to put your car. Well, let the car say where it is. I'll get drenched to the skin if I move it. But if you leave it in front of the door, he'll see it when he comes and be afraid to enter. He will be afraid of my car? Who's he? Yes, who's he? I suppose. Your car must be moved. This is my son, Joe. Oh, how do you do? I, I didn't hear you come in. You, you startled me. Me too. I'm sorry. I'll show you where to move your car, sir. You insist I move because you're expecting someone who won't come in if he sees my car where it is. Yes. We're expecting him. He'll come tonight. At last. Mm. Well, you're being rather mysterious about this late caller. But it's none of my business, of course. I'll move the car. My umbrella's in the back seat, Ken. It'll keep you from getting very wet. All right, dear. I'll show you where to place the car. Oh, come on. Shall I show you the room now? No, I, I'll wait until my husband comes back. Has, has your son been ill, too? No. His face is so pale, like yours. And you said he that... He has been helpless, as I have been. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's awful to be helpless. I can imagine. What happened? Were you both in an accident? No. We were just helpless. I mean, what caused it? We were helpless. Helpless things. So long after. So long. But now our helplessness is nearly at an end. You, you mean you're almost well now? Tonight will change everything. Tonight? Okay? Yes, close to the skin. After making me realize my car in among the trees, some of yours, Mrs. Parker, wouldn't even help me carry these suitcases back here. Now he doesn't even close the door behind me. I've got to do it. Oh, Ken, Mrs. Parker's son's been very sick. She's just been telling me about it. Oh. Why didn't you say so? But even a sick man could have held an umbrella over me while I did the heavy work. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't even do that. Helpless. Helpless. Say, didn't you get wet walking through that downpour? Your clothes look drier when we left this room. My clothes don't show any effects of what they've been Excuse me. Good night. Mm -hmm. I'll show you to your room now. Will you bring the candles, please? Of course. I'll carry them, Ken. You bring the bag. Up these stairs. Please, go first, young woman. All right. You next. I'll follow. All right. You may have any room. But the first at the head of the stairs is the best. It's mine. Oh, we wouldn't put you out of your room. I don't sleep in it now. Open the door and go right in. Oh, everything's covered with dust, just as it is downstairs. I know, I know. But I can't help it. It's a nice, airy room. Airy, because half the window panes are broken. If it weren't for those closed shutters, the rain would be pouring in. I'm so ashamed. The bed linen under this outside bed's clean, Ken. Also yellow. We can't stay here, Mona. Wait. How much will you charge us for this, Mrs. Parker? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing? I just want you here tonight. Someone must be here besides Joe and me. And him. Him? 
I don't know what you will know soon. You'll stay. It won't cost us anything, Kim. And every dollar counts. Like You'll stay, Mrs. Parker. Oh, thank you. You're a nice girl. I'll leave you now. Good night. Good night. Good. Oh! Mona. Through the door, Kim. Through the door, lock it. Of course, dear. What on earth is the matter? Didn't you see, Kim? Didn't you see she went out of the door? See what? She passed in front of that lighted candle. Between me and the candle. And, and I saw the lighted candle through her. You couldn't have seen what you thought you did, sweetheart. You realize that now, don't you? Oh, of course. One can't see light a candle through solid bodies. Well, Mrs. Parker's is as solid as yours or mine. Oh, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself for becoming hysterical about such a silly thing. Oh, for a moment, the most awful feeling of holocaust over me, dear. Oh, I was desperately afraid. It's all right now. This filthy old house that's giving you the bullies, honey. It's not my imagination going if I left it. It looks as though it ought to be haunted. Oh, I know my stories at this stayed here. Even to save a dollar. We'll get a few hours sleep and leave as soon as daylight comes. Yes. You, you locked the door, didn't you? Uh-huh. Is the lock good and strong? An iron bolt as thick as my thumb. What are you still afraid of, darling? That frail little woman and her sickly-looking son has to break both of them in two with one hand at the same time. No, I'm, I'm not afraid of them. I wonder who they expected. I've been thinking about that. They were afraid he'd go away if he saw our car outside. Why, do you suppose? I haven't the faintest idea. I think I'd like to wash my hands and face. Wonder where the bathroom is. She didn't tell us. I'll go look. Wait, are you a car outside? Maybe the expected guest. A two men coming up the drive. I can see it through the crack in the shutter. Stop where we left our bus first. Men there. Hmm. A big fella. Yeah. And the key for the door must be a member of the family. They're so anxious about his coming. It seems one of them will be on the lookout and let him in. Thanks, Bill. This is the one they expect. Got the door open. Oh, it's an awful church, busybody. Pying on the poor man. Yes. Kind of silly. He's gone back to the car. Take the He turned his headlights off now. We can't see any longer. No. Not that it matters to us. I'm going to look for the bathroom. I'll go with you. I don't want to be alone here. <laughs> All right. Say, she didn't leave any towels here. Don't see any. Maybe she left them in the bathroom for you. Maybe. Open the door softly. She and the boy may have gone to bed. I think they were going to wait up for that man. We haven't heard their voices. They may have gone to bed at that. Here goes the door. What's that? Hmm. Someone downstairs isn't afraid of waking anybody. Where? To ask whoever's down there about towels in that bathroom. No. Wait. What? Look. It's the man we saw come in. Kneeling before that fireplace with a lantern. And trying to pry a stone loose from the heart. Why? Stop. I think he is. Get back up those stairs quietly. Don't shoot. Ah, you're waiting for me here, Maria, eh? 
Oh, they come back when I got the chance and you're getting with that goods at last, eh? Well, you won't tell no one of what you're seeing. I don't know what you're talking about. Put that gun down. Oh, there he is. Come there, you're rotten cop with your hands held high. Don't you? My husband isn't a police. And I suppose you are not a lady driver, eh? Come down. Neither of us have anything to do with the police. We don't know why you're here, we don't care. We're merely two strangers who rented a room here for the night. Rented a room? Yes, you know this is a tourist lodging house. You must. You had a key to the door. The key I have means I know you are lying. This house belongs to me. I inherited it. No tourist or anyone else has stopped here since I was took away to jail. For five long years, this place has been dead empty. Did a woman let us in tonight? You lie. Call her and her son. They'll tell you. A woman? And a son, you say? Yes. Mrs. Parker, Mrs. Parker, come and tell this man. Mrs. Parker, she wasn't here. She couldn't be here. I'm here now. No, 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 I, I still think. I'm here too. Joe! They're not safe now. And you've come back to us at last. Get away from me. Oh, yeah, I've got a gun. Come on, Cutler. I'll shoot. We have weapons, too. You're old weapons. Get away! There's a bush beside him. And the boy has a bloody axe. Don't stop me, Cutler. Don't come in. Don't come in. Get away! 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 Get Don't look at him, look at them. They're fading, fading away. Fading, fading from our sight like... Like... That's what they are. Ghosts. Ghosts. Come away from this house. Yes, I'm an awful house. I'm an awful house. We can rest now, Mother. Yes, Joe. We can rest Sure did. Like you said, I find him at the blade, but you can see for yourself there ain't no amount of butcher's knife or axe on his body. I didn't expect there would you, sir. Neither did I. Uh, what's your opinion of Hutch's demise, Doc? Mm, no wounds of any sort on the body I can see. Near as I can figure before holding an autopsy. The fellow's heart just stopped. It's got some feeling here. As I've almost given me realize what it's been. Hmm. Now, so minded men like me and Doc here are pretty hard to convince us. Don't kill Hutch, Mrs. Blake. I know, but we've told you the truth about what we saw. Uh, Doc, uh, are you as sober-minded as I think you are? I'm pretty much like you, Dan. Then let's be honest and confess these young folks in confidence that we don't think their story so crazy as it sounds. You believe me? We hold a political job, young man, and the voters expect us to have good sense. Uh, But in confidence... We're chumps enough to, well, not to, uh, altogether disbelieve. I'll tell you the part of the Parker story you don't know. Lucy Parker, whom you think you saw tonight, used to run a tourist room in our business here and prided herself on keeping one of the tidiest places in the state. She was the widow Stevens at the time I speak of and changed her name to Parker later. 
Her son Joe is a trusted employer of the bank over in town. Hutch Parker drifted along one day from nobody knows where, met this widow woman with a nice home and income, and talked herself into becoming a second husband. From the day she married him, he never did a tap of work, and gossip was that he and her and Joe didn't get along so well together. That went on for a couple of years. Then, five years ago, Mrs. Parker and her son was found dead in their beds. Joe's head had been bashed in with an axe, and his mother had been stabbed with a butcher's knife. They were still in their sleep while helpless. Hmm. Oh, I, I recall you uh, telling me how uh, whatever you saw here dwelt on that word, helpless. Well, Hutch was immediately suspected of the crime and arrested. But there was a peculiar angle of the case. Joe had been in possession of $50,000 worth of negotiable bonds belonging to his bank that he's supposed to close a deal with the morning he was found dead. And them bonds couldn't be located. That stone possibly trying to try it from the fireplace. I found the bonds under that stone a minute ago, Mr. Blake, just before I called you and Mrs. Blake into this conversation. Had you done a first-class job of hiding them, for this house had been searched from cellar to garret. Not to make a long story short, not finding the bonds sort of helped Hutch's case. He, he claimed burglars had killed his wife and stepson and uh, then got away with the 50000 And the darn fool jury believed it. They acquitted him of the charge of murder, and he'd have gone scot-free if the police back in Ohio hadn't heard of his arrest and found that his fingerprints carried with those of a fellow they wanted on an old forgery charge. They sent him to the pen in Ohio and... He only got out a few days ago. He hot-footed it back to this house where the bonds was hid and found Lucy and Joe awakened. They weren't so easy with him as the law had been. But, of course, they know that uh, he was guilty. And they made his punishment fit his crime. They couldn't open the door or light a candle. But they could kill him. Mm-hmm. And they could also do you a good turn. They did one for you. Good turn? Yeah. Lucy and her boy, one of them bonds returned to their rightful owner, I imagine, which you will bring about. And the banks kept a reward offer standing of $5,000 for their return. You mean you'll get $5,000? Yeah. Ken! No, no. Well, it'll take a couple of days for the details to be settled, but your claim's clear, and you get the money. In the meantime, I suggest that you put up at uh, Miss Potter's place. Miss Potter? Yeah. She runs a first-class rooming house about three miles down the road from here. First place on the right with a tourist-accommodated sign in front. Sheriff, we never want to look at that kind of a sign again. Not even for $5,000. Well, for a bedtime story, Satan. And next week, I'm going to have a birthday on another yarn for spinning. <laughs>